Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Apologetically Me. I'm Maggie. I'm Wanda. And we're here with part two of moving in with our partners. How we had to compromise. What is it like living with our partners? But before we get started, Wanda, tell the people what you got going on. So I don't have COVID, but I did catch a flu over or like not a flu, but a cold over the weekend. And that sucks because I kind of had a sore throat on Sunday and a little bit on Monday, but I've just been having like sinuses. Like, you know that feeling when you get up and your sinuses like move with you? Like you get up and your sinuses like it feels like something's falling. Yeah, that's basically what I've been having for the past few days. Um, And like I got a lot better on Tuesday, but then now it's just been like incrementally like slightly better by like one to two percent every single day, which really sucks and also makes me not want to go out anymore because I feel like because I spent the weekend going out, I caught a cold. So if I didn't go out, if I stayed in the safety of my home, I would have been a-okay. Um, I feel like you didn't really have a choice. I mean, you did have a choice, but I feel like you can't just be a hermit and be like, well, if I stayed at home and did nothing, then I would have been safe. But I would have been. Like, yes, but you're going to get sick no matter what. It's only a matter of time before you became another number. Ouch. Sav. (laughs) Okay. Well, because we were talking about like that really bad cold that like everyone was getting and you were healthy at the time. So now you've joined us. You're another number. Clearly, uh, everyone's like dropping like flies. Like not like in the term of like dying, but like Sick. so when I got sick, there were so many people in our Slack channel at work being like, hey, like I'm sick today or like I'm still not feeling well. And then like same with like Jordan's team and like people at his company as well. Like everyone's like sick. Ugh. So concerning because like everyone's remote. <laughs> And like the yeah. BC, so it's like, hmm, your Ontario thing is going national, baby. <laughs> yeah, so it was literally like a everywhere kind of thing. Like we're mm-hmm. all experiencing this cold sickness all at once. Mm-hmm. You cannot escape no matter where you are. Misery loves company. Yeah, truly. Which like does make me feel a little bit better. <laughs> but I'm supposed to go home this weekend, so hopefully I feel a lot better tomorrow. I hope so too. But weekend was fun. Um, we went to emo night on Friday. That was less fun. Um, how do I explain this? How do I explain the thing that was emo night? Basically, it felt like a sweaty mess of people and if the bands were performing live. Because it was like after every song people clapped and it's like why did you clap they're not performing (laughs) live like do you clap at a club um and also they played each song in its entirety so it's like if you didn't know a song or if you didn't like a song they played the whole like three to five minutes of it so you wasted three to five minutes of your life instead of like when you go to like a regular club or a bar they like remix it such that like you only hear about 30 seconds to a minute and I like that because it's like fast it's like if you don't like something you're not wasting that much time on it um and we had to like wait in line for a while to get in. So that sucked. But I do, I did have a better time on Saturday, 
even though Jordan's brother got very, very drunk. So we had to leave. And it was his birthday. So we had to leave. And we did have to find costumes last minute because last minute his girlfriend was like, oh, we should do costumes. So <laughs> it was a lot. Well, at least you had fun. Um, emo night sounded weird. Um, mm -hmm. But maybe it's like a young person's crowd. But mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds um, rough. Yeah. Um I do have a club rec or it's not really a club, but it's like a bar that's like very like good music. Um, but it's also like a stand up bar. So it's like kind of a, I don't know what is what, how do you define a bar versus a club? I think club is like. I think a bar is something you can go to to drink. Wait, no. Hmm. Club is more like an event you go to. Like, you're going to go there exclusively. Uh, I don't know. There's, like, not that big of a difference. You're right. Well, it depends because a normal bar is, like, it could be, like, a sit-down, like, pub style or, like, you just drink. But also some bars have, like, dance floors, so. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say. Um, But if you ever do come over for anything, I would like to take you there because the music was pretty good. Hmm. What was it called? Uh, it's called Baby Huey. Cute. Yeah, um, we've been watching or like we used to watch a lot of the boys and there's like a character called Huey, um, like little Huey. They like sometimes call him and then like Jordan kept on referencing that basically all night because of it. <laughs> yeah. Nice. How was your week? I think it was good. We had um, some of our friends come over. Well, Nick's friends come over for a little Halloween party where me and Nick went as Harry Potter and Cho Chang. Um, yeah, I mean, our costumes were, like, very subtle, I think, which was cool. I um, like them. Thank you. It was very, like, DIY. Um. They looked good. Thank you. It was our costume. It was, well, one of them was my older brother's costume from when he was a teenager, the one Nick was wearing, and then mine was a witch costume I had when I was, like, a child, or, like, preteen, I don't know, when I trick-or-treat. Still fit. Still fit, yeah. It was very big at the time, too, when I had it as a kid. So, still fit. We just, like, cut it up a little bit. Um, and, yeah, that was that was cool. Um, yeah, we don't have a lot of space. Well, like, space wasn't an issue, but we don't have a lot of seating in our mm -hmm. place. And then I was sitting on the floor a little bit, and Nick was sitting, like, mix of the couch and then the floor. And the next day we woke up and we were like, oh, my God, our backs are killing us we were out of commission and i tried to go to the gym and it was rough on my back Aww. rough day um so yeah so maybe we'll look into more seating um but we also don't plan on having a lot of people over so pros and cons uh yeah so that was interesting we're going to another halloween party this week actually what his university friend is having a halloween party <laughs> his friend from university but like that's it's christmas time mm, no it's halloween time now i firmly believe that you can have halloween before halloween but you can't have halloween after halloween it's too late we're going yeah when is it uh friday it's oh. funny because his friend i met his friend like once before he was nice um and he was like hey nick what are you doing on like november 4th and Nick was like, oh, just going to a funeral. What's up? 
<laughs> what? So he's going to a funeral that day too? Yeah. He's going to a funeral okay. in like the afternoon and then in the evening we'll go, we'll go to the party after I'm done work. Are you going to the funeral? I am not. Okay. I'm not sure what the protocol is as a girlfriend to someone or like as an ex-girlfriend even though it's his great uncle who died who he was like mm. kind of close to but like is the protocol for me to go i i wouldn't see that's what i said too so like they knew he was dying and he like kind of had people over to say their goodbyes and i just like assumed like i shouldn't go because it's like a very intimate moment and now the funeral's happening and like that's where you like loved ones and people who knew whom can come and like i technically knew him but like it still feels wrong for me to go if i think it like you just leave it up to nick if nick wants you to go mm -hmm. you go if nick doesn't really care then it's up to you yeah but also like i'm still on probation so like i don't really like i can't go i'm sure that people would be like yeah it's a funeral it's yeah. fine yeah that's fair um so yeah, that's all I got going on. Oh, we'll both be uh, back home at the same time. Ah, cute. I go to the Halloween. No, I, don't <laughs> I, I don't mean, if you want to, but you're gonna be like patient zero, <laughs> spreading your. Oh, that's your costume idea, patient zero. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I... <laughs> his... Oh, okay. Well, his friend does own the house, so I'm very interested in seeing it. Is it by us? Uh, it's on the other side of town of us. Oh, okay. Who's your beef or crush of the week? Crush of the week is Love is Blind. Uh, we are nearing the final episode of Love is Blind, and it has been a whirlwind because in the beginning, I was like, wow, the guys this season are so mature. I'm so glad how they're handling things in the pod. For example, sorry, spoilers ahead if you haven't watched it, but what are you doing with your life if you haven't watched it? But when Cole was talking to, no, what's his name? Is it Cole? Yeah. When Cole was talking to Colleen and he was like, oh, like, let's go deeper. And she is like, I don't like deep. I, I'm more for superficial. And he was like, oh, but I don't want that. And they essentially just broke up. And I was like, wow, Cole, I'm so proud of you for knowing what you want and wanting like a deeper relationship. But then he regressed so hard and I was like, Cole, what are you doing? And then same with Bartise, who Bartise was like, oh, I realized that I actually really like Natalie. I don't like Raven as much. I feel like that we have things in common, but it's just surface level things. But Natalie is where like I want like Natalie is the person that I actually want to be with. And he ended up choosing Natalie. But then he was like, oh, Raven's so hot, though. So, do you mean Nancy? Nancy, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I am so bad with names. This is They're... okay. <laughs> like it's almost like if your name is like not super like ethnic that I like I can't remember. It. <laughs> um, but I watched last night's episode, and I was shocked by some of the responses that people say, or one person said i guess um and there's this couple this season who i really really like who like alexis and brennan brandon and brennan yeah okay i'm so bad i'm so sorry once again 
<laughs> but um they've been like really strong like they haven't really had any issues like going forward and she's always like yeah we're the best couple <laughs> which <laughs> like it's a competition I, yeah I, like it's like not a competition but it is a competition but it's not a competition but we're still the best couple like she said something like that and i was like hmm, I, that would be me so they were really cute um but they're hinting at the fact that he's going to say no and i would be devastated if he says no i feel like it's all clout like i feel like like to add on to that the editing this season has been like very choppy um you say that every season i mean it this time like sometimes the conversations will just like won't make any sense at all and i'll be like what did you get that and we'll have to rewind and listen and i'm like that just literally made no sense and there's a part where like alexa's dad it's like a clickbait part at the end of an episode he's like i won't have my daughter marrying a chump and then we watch um, Brennan and Alexa's dad talk, and nowhere does he say that. Uh, maybe it was just cut weirdly. Yeah. They tried to make the the drama there, which is like fair for any reality TV show. But I'm like, man, Choppy, this doesn't make sense. Um. I'm just going to put a pin in that because you're going to come back next season and you're going to be like, wow, the editing's so choppy. And I mm-hmm. definitely mean it this time. Mm-hmm. Probably. I I don't think I listen to people talk. Like, the more that I think about it, maybe I just, like, try to get the gist of it. Like, I don't actually <laughs> listen to everything they say. I just take the whole conversation as a whole. And I'm like, okay, I get it. I think I have to focus on listening because sometimes I will be playing Candy Crush. Oh, so yeah. the listening is the crucial part and i don't really know what they look like oh my gosh okay so like we were watching yesterday and i was like oh like look at her ring it's so big or like oh i was like look at her shoes they're so high and jordan's like how do you see that like all i do is focus on their face i'm like well i read the subtitles and the subtitles are always at the bottom of the screen and he's like oh like i just tune them out i'm like you just tune out subtitles when they're what? on the screen how do you do that what? <laughs> yeah he just doesn't read them hmm, interesting and that was like a crazy revelation to me because i'm like as soon as there's text on the screen i can't not read it yeah me too mm. do you guys just don't hate subtitles because like they don't read very fast i think so i always talk about how slow jordan reads <laughs> because i can read something three times before he reads it once same like, if we're watching TikToks together or, like, I show him something, I have to, we have to replay the video so many times for him to actually read it or I have to try to pause it. Oh, my gosh. Um, the thing with Jordan is that he reads at the speed that he speaks. So it's like... What is that? <laughs> Do white men not know how to read fast? I I saw a TikTok meme about this, too, where the girl is, like, It'll be like a video of her and she'll laugh first. And then like five minutes later, her boyfriend will laugh. <laughs> so That's I think funny. it's like maybe a boy thing. Mm. Need more, need a bigger sample size. Does your boyfriend read slow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us know in the comments below. Yeah. Um. But yes, I highly recommend, even though it's been a train wreck. We love train wrecks here on reality TV. I'm so sorry I'm so bad with your names. Um, If anyone from Love is Blind actually watches this, which I'm sure they won't. But (laughs) what is your beef or crush of the week? My beef is Bartiz from Love is Blind. 
Oh, okay. Um, I just think he's so awful. Like, I feel like he's all talk. Like, everything he says annoys me. Like, in the beginning, he seemed promising because I'm like, wow, it seems like he's really committed to settling down. That's how they get you in. And then all of a sudden, it was just like, well, and I wish like Nancy kind of called him out more. And it sucks because the women on the season are like very established, like financially independent women. Like Nancy's housing things are holy shit. Like I know houses are cheap in Texas. So when she said it was like a hundred thousand dollars to buy and renovate like her new house or something, I was like, holy shit, that's a nice house. A hundred thousand. Should we be moving to Texas? JK, because like guns and like abortion and stuff there is not cool. But like Nancy is very like get it girl like queen and the, from night one when Bartice like can I be honest with you real quick and just talked about how Raven was so fucking hot her body was amazing he's like but like you're hot too like but ours is different like she's just someone I would usually go for like how would your relationship recover after that same with like Cole and Zeneb when he said that she was a 9 out of 10 and Colleen was 10 out of 10. If my boyfriend said that to me, we'd be over. Like, what? You're thirsting after someone else? So, oh, and also his abortion thing. Like, I know they tried to cover it up a little bit to like not make it so obvious in your face that he was pro-life. But he was very obviously pro-life. Like, how Nancy was very honest, like, in my career or in my field, I see children suffering from, like, these disabilities, uh, and their parents are, like, sobbing, and they wish that they could, like, connect with their kids, or, like, they wish they could be something else in a different world, and Bartiz is like, well, I'm strong enough to handle it, like, bro, you're 25, what do you know, you're dumb, you think you're better than them, like, what? And the fact that, like, he had to bring his family into it and his sister had to pull that manipulative move of crying. Like, what was that? And how Nancy, like, tried to bring up the whole, like, what Barty said about Raven and his sister, like, cut Nancy off. And I was like, man, this whole family's toxic as fuck. Hate it. Yeah. Um, I can't believe the abortion thing wasn't just, like, an immediate red flag because it's, like, fundamentally, yeah. you two do not have the same, like... I guess like morals and ethics and things that you believe in and that's okay if you're not getting married like <laughs> i like i don't understand like she literally was like oh he's no longer attracted to me he's never like he's just like ignoring me basically and then like something clicked for him i guess and he started being more caring again and like was like himself again and she's like oh everything's fine i'm like but it's not fine because fundamentally you're still two very different people and it's not gonna work out in the end and the fact that he admitted like i'm just not physically attracted to you right now and like oh that's it's okay to like not be sexually intimate like all the time i guess or when you're burnt out but like to straight up be like i'm not physically attractive to you and to leave her like so upset and then bring her back in i feel like that's just like toxic like that's it's so abusive oh do you think he like love bombed her in the beginning yeah totally he was just like and i like she's so put together and he's saying and wait, and didn't he say that his friends were also like, oh, Nancy's like not attractive. Yeah. And that's what got him to be like, so he might have thought she was attractive, but then his friends who are like 
really like her and then so he was like "Ooh, i'm having second thoughts now maybe she's not that attractive and then like that was part of the reason he said that like made him pull back but like he kept on blaming her originally with the whole like oh her like ex-boyfriend is like is tied so much to her financials and the whole like abortion thing like whatever whatever right but then it's like that's what you find out later was that his like friends were like very like oof I was very confused when it happened, and I was like, "Am I not understanding something? Like, is like Nancy looks like pretty? Like she's not ugly in the slightest. Like these people are all very attractive." Yeah, Which I mean, was... even his sister was like, "She's beautiful, Bartiz." Yeah, like what are you talking about? It's just because she's not some like. Oh, when he compared her, wait, was it Cole or Bartiz who they were like, um, like some guy is married to kim kardashian he's the only one who's the luckiest man alive or something oh i think that was cool because mm. and then he was like oh but you kind of look like her to zenob and then it was like that's why blah 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 or something comparing women to kim kardashian is kind of a red flag not kind of a huge red flag if you think that's how the ideal woman should look you got it you got some reflecting to do I <laughs> I just think his 10 out of 10 is some basic white girl mm-hmm. and it's just that racism. already. Yeah. Mm. Um, side note, Danielle and Nick from Love is Blind Season 2 are having so much drama right now. What do you mean? In a deleted Instagram post, Danielle posted how like Nick is trying to slander her. He did not want the divorce to go public because he wanted to go on another reality show and he felt that the divorce would like ruin his public image. So he's kind of like trying to come out and um, say that she said all these negative things about her. So she's like trying to come out first and do it. Wait, let me try to see the screenshots. She deleted all of it, but TikTok got it, obviously. Um, I need to say this because Nick is taking extreme measures to take me down, silence me and control the narrative because he had ended to go on another reality show and blames me for initially being unable to. I have been warned by his team that this could get messy and certain things of mine will be at stake or taken if I even block him on social media. Uh, he is proactively going to outlets to make false statements, but on top of that, there have been tactics that Nick is taking to control the narrative outside of just money and emailed me blaming me for potentially ruining his chances on going on another show. I didn't know he was applying and contacted people to ensure it didn't ruin his chances. He's proactively trying to get media attention because he blames me for the divorce, even though I filed because I knew it was in my best interest. He said he was hoping the entire time he was hoping he'd get a director deal. So that's like pretty weird. Do you think that he stayed with her because like he just wanted to get like famous off of it? That was kind of the plot twist there. Ooh. I mean, that would be understandable. <laughs> or maybe like they're both upset they they didn't get as much clout as they wanted to. Like they're not like the golden couple. Like how Lauren and um, what's his name were from season one, Cameron. Yeah, him. Um, yeah, but like they they got like a certain amount, and then it was like over. Like no one really talks about them anymore. Really, yeah. like they're not doing a whole lot. Yeah, messy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, kind of expected for them. Um, I never thought they were going to work out. Me so either. the fact that they worked out as long as they did i'm like already shocked by mm-hmm. like danielle was very messy on the show 
But Nick was like was not helpful at all. He was like yeah. kind of enabling her and like gaslighting her, and he was just so gossipy. Like even just like to his friends or like people on the show, he's just like so two faced. Yeah, I mean, like I like drama, and I'd be like, oh, like tell me things, but I wouldn't be like egging people on to do bad things when you know your partner is in already like a pretty fragile state. You don't really yeah. egg them on. Yeah, truly. Anyways, reality TV show, always a train wreck. Love it. Yeah. They're just like us. <laughs> but so much worse. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, moving on to today's topic, moving in with our partners, part two. Um, we have both recently moved out, I guess, for the official time, first official time. Um, and we each live with our partners how has that been going for you wanda it's been great um been looking forward to this for a while i mean we kind of did a trial run already during the pandemic in 2020 where we were literally locked in our homes um and couldn't do anything else or see anyone else so this in comparison has been great um there's only really one thing that i super struggle with and it's getting jordan to the gym because when I don't see it, I'm like, okay, like less whatever. But then it's like when I'm now seeing it in real time, like I'm, you're not going to the gym enough. I'm like, you need to go to the gym more. Not in the way of like, oh, you're fat. Like you need to go to the gym kind of thing. It's more of just for like he doesn't have the motivation always to like go by himself. Because like sometimes I go in the mornings before work and he can't do that. So when I don't go with him at night, it's like he doesn't go by himself. And like I'm sick this week. So then he's also quote unquote sick. I like he he says like he caught a mild cold, like he probably caught the same thing I did, but it just hit him like a lot less. And he's still kind of recovering from COVID as well. But I'm still like, hmm, if you were thinking about going into the office, you can go to the gym then. And then he's like, You're right, I won't go into the office. <laughs> but I actually asked him last night, I was like, if we had met on love is blind what would be the thing that would take the longest for you to get used to about me and he was like how militant you are about going to the gym a certain amount of times a week you're like okay i have to go four days and like or like five days or whatever and it's just like it, you have to do it that many days that's so. actually very impressive that you commit to that because i i'm on the same boat with jordan i feel like ever since i moved in i go less and less sorry not moved in with jordan i moved in with nick <laughs> oh hello like, <laughs> i'm here <laughs> yeah um but like overall nothing to, like nothing to really complain about again trial run before so everything was really like the kinks have kind of been worked out already what about you yeah everything has been really good i think like the first month, I think, was, like, the hardest obstacle because we were, like, trying to figure things out, like, our, getting ourselves oriented, figuring out a routine, and I think, like, we were kind of stressed. Um, I got real passive-aggressive, like, you know how Zenib is on the show where, like, you could do this or, like, have you considered doing this? So I've been, like, kind of passive-aggressive. Uh, he called me out on it, so that was nice. Um... He did have a problem, but I can't remember what it was. It'll come back to me. But yeah, I think the first month was like our biggest hurdle. But other than that, like 
everything has been like pretty smooth sailing. Like, um, like I said, my obstacle is I don't go to the gym enough. I feel like I've gotten somehow lazier since moving in. Um, in the fact that like before I would go to the gym on my lunch or like I'd be diligent to go to the gym on my own or like I would try to look for something to do in my off time. But now I live with Nick and I'm like, hmm, it'd be cool if we could watch this show together. Or like, hmm, let's go try out this place today. So a lot of it is tying myself to him, which is yeah. not bad, but I think I need to do better at figuring out how to spend time with him, but also keeping myself independent and keeping my routines, going to the gym and doing that other passion project I want. So I'm confused. If you want to do things like watch something, doesn't like going to the gym at lunch doesn't super interfere with that though. It doesn't. I'm just lazy. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm, now is the time for me to make a lunch and I'm going to eat lunch with Nick. Ah, okay. But he's also like, I can wait later to eat lunch because he eats breakfast around 10. So for him eating lunch at 12 is like, okay, this is a lot of food. <laughs> <laughs> But for me, it's like 12 is like my first meal of the day. So I'm like, let's eat. Uh, okay, I understand. I think I like have a little bit of that too, where it's like, I feel like I'm tying myself to Jordan, where it's like a lot of things like we have to do together. So I'm trying to like, by going to the gym on my own time, I'm trying to like untie it a little bit mm -hmm. such that like, I have the freedom to do the things that like I can do when I have the time to do them. And then he'll have the time to the freedom to do what he has to do. But I mean, he works a lot, so yeah it it is tough especially on like the days we both have like a lot of meetings or we both like feel very burnt out then we kind of enable each other to not go to the gym yeah the days where that sucks that's one of the things what's like two working like having what are what are they called dinks like dual income no kids when it's <laughs> dinks <laughs> <laughs> when it's like you both are super busy one day and then you look at your house and you're like this is a mess and mm. no one wants to clean it and mm -hmm. no one wants to cook and you're like guess we're eating out mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. us yesterday oh <laughs> i definitely have had those days where it's just like i don't want to do anything now i just want to die on the couch and yeah. not have to think Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i think reality television is so great because it's just mindless television you don't have to think you just get to enjoy other people's drama while you unwind i was talking to my manager about like two shows like silicon valley and mythic quest and mythic quest is like about like um they're like a video game company um and she's like yeah i couldn't finish silicon valley because it got too real <laughs> <laughs> and i was like you know what that's fair like sometimes you just like can't have too much realism in the mm -hmm. things that you watch because then you're like not really shutting off from the real world right mm -hmm. yeah i feel that yeah um how do you guys like support i mean split chores and division of work in your place jordan always says it's what wanda doesn't want to do <laughs> it's the things that he has to do but, like, I feel like I do, like, a fair amount of chores anyways. Because it's, like, I I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know how you would normally split. How do you guys split it? Um, It's, like, we don't really split it. Like, I used to think I did, like, a bit more than Nick. But it was only because we were, like, we moved in and, like, I want things. Like, I don't trust 
something if it's like I didn't do it like because it was like other people lived here so I was like I gotta clean like everything so I was pretty like anal about cleanliness but now that we've like been here for a while now it's like I've lessened up and Nick will do more so now like some weeks Nick will do more of the chores some weeks like I'll do more of the chores um but he does have a preference and I have a preference so we try to do that. Like his preference is he doesn't want to do the dishes because it hurts his elbows and wrists. Um, yeah, I can't explain that one. He he is very bad. Um, it's the thing. It's like when your hands get like cold really easily. This man needs physical therapy. <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, bad circulation. That's what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So he has a preference to not wash dishes and I'm perfectly okay washing dishes. Uh, I just have a preference to not clean the bathrooms, so he does that. We have the same preference, and this nice. is why we can't live together. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, I don't mind cleaning the bathrooms, but I would prefer, like, not to. Like, if I got to choose, then I won't clean the bathrooms. I'm just saying, TMI, Jordan uses the bathroom more than I do. So does so. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's only fair that he cleans it. Yeah, I completely agree. Um considering there's like a joke that zach made on the try guys try stand-up comedy where zach is like um my poops are weird like i only found out my poops were weird when i talked to keith where he goes five times a day and i go once every five days and somewhere between one of us we're both wrong somewhere <laughs> and i'm like five hmm. times a day is so many that's a lot i mean i'm sure zach is exaggerating because five is a lot but maybe it's more like two or three Jesus Christ, that that like eat the menu really catches up with him. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, that joke really resonated with me. Yeah. Um that's kind of the same way, I guess. It's like we I guess take into my preferences and Jordan doesn't really have any preferences. So, um it's mostly like if I cook, he cl- he cleans the dishes. If I if he cooks and I clean the dishes, if we both cook, we kind of tackle the dishes together, but we do have a saying of like these cook while you clean. Or please clean while you cook because you're not always like cooking, cooking. Like mm-hmm. it's like there are times where there's walls where you're just waiting for things to happen. So like you can like do a dish here and there and then that makes the other person's life a lot easier. Mm-hmm. I know you guys also don't use a dishwasher. Um, oh, yeah. We tried. Oh, how was it? Um, It didn't. The- pots and pans. okay so we told prabby that we finally use our dishwasher but our pans didn't come out as clean as we wanted them and he was like oh, you're not supposed to use pans in the dishwasher and we're like what the fuck are we supposed to put in there then and he's like just plates and i'm like we have like three plates you want us to run a dishwashing load with three plates in there <laughs> like uh, the issue is with like pans and stuff like that's the stuff that's harder to clean that's like you i can't put pans in there you want me to wash three dishes sorry why do you guys only have three plates (laughs) like because we don't like we like you don't cook with plates you eat with plates so then like usually you like the two of us just each have like a plate of food we don't like have like a like it's not like a buffet style where we just put everything onto plates and then choose what we want we just put two plates i understand we need a lot of plates though (laughs) Well, Hello Freshers are one dish meals. <laughs> that is so insane. Funny. Why do you guys only have three plates? For some reason, I thought you bought the same like dishes we got from IKEA. Yeah, that well, comes we only with like use... ten plates. No, we just bought them individually. Oh, 
why it was a better deal to get the set oh we had dishes already we have like four dishes like four plates and bowls already oh so it was like we didn't need them we just kind of wanted extras just in case how are but, you like, Nick supposed to come over for a dinner party now my mom we have four plates <laughs> you you think four plates is not enough <laughs> this is this is so funny um but I know it's like a big Asian thing to like not use the dishwasher. So I don't blame you. And if you don't really have that many dishes, then I don't see how the dishwasher could help you. So, okay. So you're telling me that you wash your plates in the dishwasher and then you wash your pans and like other stuff separately. Yes, because that the dishwasher will ruin your pots and pans. And don't put like your like cutting knives in there. Like butter knives are okay, but don't put like like the big sharp knives in there because that will ruin them too and the plastic might burn off because this has happened before to me so we really fucked up our first use of the dishwasher oh um, <laughs> well nothing happened That's uh, everything turned out okay it was just things were not as clean as i would have liked them to be mm. and i am never using the dishwasher again because it served no purpose for me in your situation, I can understand that, but we go through like quite a bit of dishes um, and we have a lot of dishes, so I think it's okay. But also, uh, yeah, don't put your pots and pans in there. <laughs> now you know. Prabby did give us another tip, like you're not supposed to rinse your plates and stuff before you put them in the dishwasher. We tried that too. Our plates were filthy. Um, and we usually let like the dog lick them too before we put them in the dishwasher because like cleans it up. We don't have to rinse it. So Jackie licks them. Jackie, our dog, licks the dishes, put them in the dishwasher and it came out disgusting. And then I had to hand wash everything. So either way, I recommend rinsing it a little bit. I recommend not using your dishwasher no matter how much water you save. Also... Not to Rose Prabby, um, but he did tell us that sometimes he sleeps in the shower with the shower on, and he was yelling at us about water usage. So to each their own, I guess. He only does that when he's really hungover. To be fair, yeah, but also that <laughs> he says great. he does it. He says he does it at least like once a month. He doesn't not do it. I'm just saying it's kind of a waste of water if you fall asleep in the shower. It's wasting more water than I am washing my dishes. Anyways, um, but if you do wash your use your dishwasher, keep those tips in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, personally, when I am like at home with my family, I do not use the dishwasher because we yeah we don't have a lot of dishes and like we each eat at like separate times, so I'm just gonna wash my dishes. Yeah. Um, our dishwasher is a drying rack for all our dishes, and <laughs> I'm not emptying that shit out to use the dishwasher. I think my mom would yell, too. So. Hmm. It's so interesting. Like, I always hear that Asians don't use their dishwasher, and then, like, when I hear other people say they don't use I'm like, hmm, yeah. I like that it reaffirms. Yeah, it reaffirms the stereotype. Mm -hmm. It's funny. <laughs> um... But yeah, so chores wise, like I feel like as long as you're each doing what you think is 50%, like if, or if you each think that you're doing less than the other person, that's also good too. Mm -hmm. My whole thing too is like when Nick starts taking the initiative to clean stuff, that's when I know, I'm like, oh my God, it is filthy around here. Oh no. <laughs> Not that like he doesn't take the initiative, which is great, 
but in my head when he's like I'm gonna start doing laundry now because I, usually I do the laundry I'm like oh my god wow I really let it pile up this week <laughs> um yeah Jordan does the laundry because our laundry machine is very finicky mm. and I am still waiting for him to fold some laundry so the laundry basket becomes free Ooh, that's my Achilles heel too. I will gladly do the laundry, but folding laundry takes me forever for some reason. Yeah, I also hate folding laundry. Sometimes when I'm at home, sometimes I just leave my laundry in the laundry like in the dryer for a while. And my mom's like, did you get the laundry out yet? And I'll be like, yeah, I, well, I'll do it. And then she's like, did you get the laundry out? And it's like, yeah, I'll do it. And then if she asks me enough times, eventually I will do it. <laughs> so nagging. <laughs> Yeah, it, like it truly <laughs> is, but I need it. Like I do, I tell mm. her like this is fine. Like I'm okay with you nagging this area mm. because if you don't and it goes off, I'm never gonna remember I had laundry in there until I'm like, hmm, I wonder where this is. Mm. Yeah, I I guess I do need that too because sometimes I'll just genuinely forget. Like I think I've left something in the dryer now for the past four days. We both yeah. just forgot. We both haven't yeah. done laundry for the past four days. I'm also very meticulous about changing our towels and sheets every week. Um, I change our sheets. I haven't done laundry. So that has piled up. Yeah. We just put a load with, or Jordan just put on a load with our sheets in our mm. pillowcases. Um, he is much better at washing those at like a timely manner than I am. Because sometimes mm. I go a very long time without washing them. And because I'm like, oh, I'm clean when I come into bed anyways. <laughs> I'm like Nick from uh, New Girl. Where he's like, I don't know why I have to wash a towel. I'm clean every time <laughs> I use it. So my boyfriend Nick has, he only, like I brought up, like I think last week or something that I'm like, yeah, like every time I come back home here, I change our sheets and I change our towels. And Nick was like, what? You change those towels too? And I'm like, yeah, I change all the towels in our place. And he was literally surprised that I did that. And I was like, hmm, my work is going unnoticed. How do you not notice you have a fresh new towel when you come home? He was like, mm, I just don't know. Is it not like a different color? It is a different color. Everything's a different <laughs> color. <laughs> this man is just blind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But... um. I think you should be acknowledged for the things that you do, even if it's like your chore. Like I always think like it, I, it's always nice to be like, thank you for doing this. Mm -hmm. And I always appreciate saying like, thank you. I like to do the same. I think yeah. he tries to do the same too, just the towels and stuff. Cause to be fair, I guess I come home before him sometimes. So he doesn't see me doing it. But still, it's like a whole different color. Won't notice. <laughs> <sighs> This is truly why men won't notice if you are like wearing something new or if you've gotten a haircut. This is mm. this is literally that. Will not notice. Yeah. Um, anything that has bothered you? Wait. Okay. What are the pros of moving out with your partner, and what are the cons? The cons is that the gym by me gets too busy at night, <laughs> and it's a lot smaller than the gym I have back home. Um, I okay. I don't have any cons with moving into my partner i do have cons living where i like living in a place that's not very like drivable so i like my second con is i hate that i have to carry like groceries home by hand because we don't have a car but like if we were in a car city then it's like whatever but i don't think i have 
actually i think it's like moving hen has made me a better person because pro i clean more um because I want to demonstrate what I want. So it's like, oh, like if I do this, then it's like signaling to like Jordan that he should do this as well. So I have to be like the role model in this situation. That's um, funny. I like how I get HelloFreshes and I don't have to think about cooking. Um, before, I only got them sometimes. So this is nice that I have it always. So I never really have to think about that. Uh, it's nice having... Two people pay for things instead of just one person. Uh, nice to have someone to go on walks with and go pick up all the two good to goes I order. Um, and someone who enables me to get more two good to goes, I guess. Um, I guess like con, sometimes I'm like, oh, I want to like go pick up a new light bulb or something. But then Jordan's like, oh, I don't really want to go. And then so we don't really end up doing it. But it's like if it was just me, I might have had the motivation just to go out. That's it. What about you? Um, very similar. Uh, pros. I, I guess I, I mentioned it before. I clean a lot less, like compared to when I lived with my family, um, than I do in my condo, just because we have a smaller space. Um, and it is very annoying picking up after I guess my brother. But like my boyfriend has like a brain, so like it's nice. <laughs> and he has like common sense to like do stuff too. Like I remember I moved like the first week I moved um out and then I mentioned to my mom and I was like, Nick literally just vacuumed without me saying anything. Like and I was just genuinely so shocked. And my mom was like, Yeah, that's how like guys should be. And I was like, What? Like, why didn't you say that to like Hugh or Nikki? Like, what? You say this is how guys are, how come your sons aren't like that? Um so that was like very nice. Um, another pro is that um, I feel like it's really nice having like a partner, like a little buddy with you, like all the time. I don't feel like I'm in danger all the time. Not that I feel like if I had moved out by myself, I would feel like definitely scared all the time. But it's like I get to live with like one of my best friends. Um, and I feel like we've gotten closer. Like now we know each other's like whole life. It's like, hmm, that's pretty cool. Uh, what's another pro? Yeah, I guess that's pretty cool. Cons, I guess. The whole me, my independence being so tied to him. is like, that's like a me thing, I guess, like to work on. But I guess I'm like so dependent on him now, which like, ugh, can't believe it. We let ourselves be dependent on a man. Disgusting. Um, what else is a con? Yeah. What about the fact that he, he doesn't let you get all the food that you want? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't enable me, which I guess is good. But I'm like, ooh, we should go out for a fun treat. And he's like, we just went out yesterday. I'm like, mm, okay, well, we live in a pretty good location for food. But I guess it's, I guess that's a pro slash con that he won't let us get treats. We've like balance each other out because I spend a lot of money and he doesn't spend too much money, so is that really a balance out? <laughs> He's like balanced me to be more thoughtful about how much money I spend. That's I good. just I just throw money on the wound, you know. That's how I show Heal. my love. Heal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um hmm. Yeah, no, nothing else I can think of. 
I think it's really important that if these cons come up, you address them with your partner. Mm -hmm. Figure out a way to have open communication with them. Yeah. I think that's the biggest part. Like the biggest thing, if you do want to move in together, it's like, do not let things like fester and boil, like Mm -hmm. try to address them as quickly as possible because it's like, as soon as they start festering, they'll like blow up into bigger things. And again, you live with each other. Like you only have so much space Mm -hmm. to uh, wander. And sometimes leaving (laughs) is not an option. (laughs) So... It does make me wonder also how, like, a couple could be living in a condo and how one of them cheats. It's like, you have, like, very little space. Like, if he's texting, like, I can probably see it from the kitchen. So, like, it's very impressive and scary how someone could possibly cheat. Yeah. Like, right now, like, his phone is right here beside me just charging <laughs> like it's not like a message from like a random person i'd be like who is it, it is. like what is this and i ha- like my face is in his phone i know his password and everything mm-hmm. and, like not that I'm, like actively like creeping but it's just that like it's easier this way because like if he's driving and he needs something or whatever or so it's like i i don't know how and every time when he's like best like like texting on his phone and it's not me and i'm like oh who are you messaging yeah me too like, <laughs> no, yes really not yeah. because i'm like suspicious mm-hmm. same with like is- even going out like we always go out together and if we don't we're like oh this is what we're doing today and then like we we tell them what happened afterwards so yeah. like if you can sneak off by yourself and then be really sus about who you're going to see hmm impressive but also like hmm. (laughs) yeah how Uh, uh, this really makes you think it's like how do people cheat when they live so close together yeah you have very little space yeah you really do Mm -hmm. oh oh masterminds true masterminds Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) true um sociopaths yeah (laughs) even now i'm like so like prabby wants to go to loud luxury but jordan's on call on that week and he's like you can go without me but i'm like i don't really know if i want to go without you um so that's kind of what I'm battling with right now. Sad. This will be my boyfriend's first clubbing experience. And I'm like, well. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe that will entice Jordan to go. We'll see. Yeah, I told Nick he just has to get really drunk because Nick is like, I don't dance. Um, I don't really like go to these kinds of things. I've never been in. So it's funny because his ex-girlfriend used to go clubbing all the time. And she would <laughs> never, never take went. him. Oh my god! She was he just never invited him, and he'd be like, "Hey, can I come?" And she'd be like, mm, "You weren't invited." And, and that wasn't a red flag. Nope, not for my sweet Nick. <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, oh okay, you you deserve your own time. It's okay. We don't have to do everything together." So um, yeah, maybe we'll go beforehand or something. Go somewhere else so that way, like his first experiences. Not with Pravi and all of his friends. Yeah, we'll we'll definitely have to look into that. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, why do you think you and Nick live so well together? Hmm. I think we're both people pleasers. Mm. I think that's just what it really comes down to. That's not good. <laughs> I mean, we both like love each other very much. And we want to make the other one happy. So in that sense, we are people pleasers. 
<laughs> I guess that, that's a little bit better, I guess. Um, I think, like, Nick is very easygoing out of the two of us. I think I'm more, like, I have preferences. Um, I want things done a certain way, and Nick is just, like, very easygoing. So I think that's that's been very nice. Yeah. I think me and Jordan have the same dynamic where it's, like, I'm more anal about things, but he's a lot more easygoing. Um, so it kind of makes sense. We also have very similar tastes and like kind of what we want in a home type of stuff. Um, so it's like very easy to choose out like furniture or like designs or whatever. Cause we're like, okay, we both like, like very similar things, which is good. Um, and I think it's just like, we've known each other for so long. So it's like, we don't really care if we just say things to each other that are, potentially not the nicest things so jordan has developed this new thing where he likes to blame me for everything that happens (laughs) (laughs) which sounds abusive (laughs) and it is no (laughs) but it's just like whenever it's just like something falls or something and he did it and he'd be like wanda how did you do like why would you do this why would you make it fall right in front of me oh my i'm like so that's the relationship that we have now (laughs) I like it's like Jordan just developed this quirk. It's just a phase he's going through. He'll get over it yep. soon. Yeah, he'll get over it soon. Um, today Maggie, like I asked him how he flirts because Maggie was asking me about flirting, and he was like, "Yeah, I just blame, uh, blame you for the like the for the things that I did, and that's how I flirt." And I was like, mm. "Wow, he really loves to flirt." <laughs> Yeah, truly. <laughs> He's like flirting all the time, you know? That's how we maintain such uh, healthy dynamics living together. Yeah. Just super, super great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you, like, do you think there will ever be a danger of losing the spark? Like, it'll be just be like having a roommate or like having a friend in your place. Is that what oh, you're I've... afraid of sometimes? It, not, like, I'm... Not afraid of necessarily but i can see it like happening now that you've mentioned it just because it's like sometimes if like the both of us like are super busy especially if jordan's super busy then he kind of like is less like like more stressed out and when he's more stressed he's less like of like a loving and caring partner and it's just like oh we're just kind of like roommates in a way but as long as he recognizes that i think then it becomes okay um and if he becomes less stressed though like taking time off or taking time for himself or moving around meetings and things like that so really it's just like it's just on him <laughs> but you're perfect yeah i'm perfect I, like I, i'm okay so my thing is that i'm too like i'm like needy so it's like mm-hmm. i always want like attention and i always want to like be like tied at the hip mm-hmm. so it's like um like I, I don't see myself having that problem necessarily unless it's like the only time I can see that problem is that I've completely lost interest in him whatsoever. And then I'd be like, okay, separate ways. Mm. We're roommates now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's like kind of the only thing. What mm-hmm. about you? Um, Yeah, kind of what you said too. I can see it happening and uh, I think you have to like actively try to like make time for each other and Mm -hmm. listen to what the other person says because yeah nick also gets like very tied up with work a lot and if he's stressed out he just will not hear anything i'm saying because he'll be too busy thinking about work um so yeah it's important to make time for each other uh having like you don't even have to go out but i think it's just like making date nights fun 
maybe setting aside a date night. But then I'm like, when we do have like a date night, our date nights are like going out to eat somewhere because we try to do that once a week. But then if we get like takeout or something, then it's still like not the same, but it's like, it's still nice that we did. We chose something together. Yeah. Um, so Jordan's coworker said this, like, did this, like, really interesting thing. And sorry if you're listening to this podcast, um, but I'm making some hand gestures right now. Okay. So there's, like, time when you're like this. And this is, like, fully together time. Like, you are invested in each other. You are fully, like, into each other, talking to each other. All your attention is basically on each other. There's this time where you're both kind of, like, in, like, you're doing your own thing, but, like, you're close by to each other, and you might, like, chat here and there. And then there's, like, this time, which is, like, oh, you're both, like, fully separate doing, like, whatever you're doing. Like, this is, like, working throughout the day and everything, and you're not really interacting at all. So it's, like, there's, like, different modes, and, like, a lot of people end up in this mode, where it's just, like, you kind of, like, you're casually with each other, but you're not fully, like with each other but you need more this time when you're like 100% of like not 100 but like close enough where your attention is on each other and a lot of people confuse this with like this time and it's Mm. like sometimes this time is just not enough Mm. so what do you do to get back into this time like the whole focus on each other time it's just like I guess like making intentional steps to spend active time with each other so like Mm. when you're together like don't be on your phones like here and there like just talking to each like talking to other people or like um like just making the specific time to ensure that you have enough of this time and having that Mm. conversation of do you think we're having enough time to like to like actively together or is a lot of our time like passively together Mm -hmm. Mm, good points sometimes i just like make these hand motions now to jordan and be like i want more this time (laughs) (laughs) hmm that was a really insightful hand gestures uh, from Jordan's coworker, and mm-hmm. I have to credit him to that. Mm. Sorry if you're blind and you cannot see our podcast. Oh yeah. Also, sorry if you're listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, that too. Because <laughs> you don't have to be blind. <laughs> yeah, that's what podcasts are for. Mm-hmm. But it's about so this is intentional time, this is passive time, and this is just time apart. Mm-hmm. Those are the three. I respect that. Any final thoughts? Be a cool roommate. But also be a cool partner. Mm -hmm. And don't let that spark die. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Don't be passive aggressive. Yes. Be have open communication. Yes, Charlie. Okay. Thanks for listening to another episode. Go like us and follow us on social media, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. And go listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. And join us next Thursday for another episode of Apologetically Me. Bye. Bye.